Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi, my name is Robert. I turned 24 a few months ago. It's crazy how at such a young age, I have seen things that have affected me greatly and had deep consequences in my life. My own family tried to sabotage my plans for their own selfishness and led me to experience such weird circumstances. You are probably confused about what I'm saying. To make it easier for you to understand, I will start telling you my story from the very beginning. I was brought up in a relatively rich household. We used to live in a posh neighborhood with some other upper-class families and such. My family had a pretty good bonding with all of these neighbors, but they were really close to one of the families in particular. I'm talking about my best friend, Cecilia's family. Cecilia and I had been friends since we were born. You know, something to do with spending all our time together because our parents forced us to. Well, I didn't mind, because I was glad for Cecilia anyway. I was an introvert, and socializing was not easy for me. So, I really didn't have many friends. Cecilia was one of the few people who talked to me and kept me company, so you can imagine how a huge portion of my time was spent with her. I guess that was the reason that I developed a crush on her. I really don't know when it happened or how it happened. I just remember that I used to think about her a lot, and how fun it was with her all the time. So the five-year-old me developed a crush on her, without even meaning to. I was so young that I didn't even understand my feelings toward her. It was only a few years later that I realized how attracted I was towards Cecilia. And, well, she was my best friend, so this wasn't going to end well for either of us. I didn't want to ruin our friendship, but I guess I made my feelings too obvious. Cecilia was pretty smart in general, and she could read me like an open book. So it didn't take her long to figure out that I liked her. When she confronted me about this, I was scared out of my mind. I was expecting her to give me a clear yes or no, but what she did was much worse. She humiliated me. You really think that I would ever date someone like you? She had laughed. Have you seen me? All the boys in schools are dying to date me. Why would I choose you when I have a better option? Ouch. That hurt. More so because I hadn't expected her to be so rude about it. 
She didn't have to look down upon me like that. But what's more pathetic was the fact that despite everything, I still couldn't get rid of my feelings for her. Throughout middle school and even high school, she used every opportunity she could to berate me and humiliate me in front of everyone. I was not popular to begin with, and Cecilia parading around the school announcing that a loser like me had a crush on her wasn't doing any good for my reputation. This was not where she stopped, though. She dated almost the entire male population of our school right in front of my eyes, through all of those years, while keeping me in the friend zone. I know what you were thinking. I should have just moved on from her and ignored her. But it was not that easy. No matter what I did, my feelings for her remained the same. And, as I already said, she was one of the few people who I was friends with. Actually, I only had two friends. One was Cecilia, and the other was Chase. Well, as the last straw, Cecilia sabotaged my friendship with Chase. She dated him, and kissed him right in front of my eyes. And I would have been okay with that if Chase hadn't been so smug about it and rubbed it on my face. Both of them did this despite knowing how I would feel. If I remained friends with them even after this, then I would have been a first-class fool. Thankfully, high school was over by then, and I had to start looking for colleges. I wanted a fresh start, that's why I decided to move to another state for college. My dad was against this. He wanted me to get enrolled in the same prestigious college to which Cecilia had applied. <laughs> like heck I would! I refused, clearly, and stated that I was going to move and it didn't matter what kind of college I got. I just wanted to be away from the place that had bitter memories of my childhood and teenage years. If you go against me on this, then I will cut off your funding, Dad threatened. Why can't you just be obedient and go to a good college? I've already told you the reason, I replied. I don't care about my funding. The college I am going to is really cheap. I'm pretty sure that I can sustain myself with the help of a few part-time jobs. You will regret your decision later, Robert, Dad sighed. I'll be waiting for you to come back, crying to me. Sure, we'll see about that, I replied. And soon after that, I moved across the country. I'm not going to lie, I was really nervous and afraid because of what Dad had said. And this was my first time being by myself. It was pretty daunting. But I had to break free of the loser image that I had been awarded in my school years. And nothing could be better than having a fresh start. I actually started making effort to socialize with others. The fact that they were not like the snobby rich kids in my previous school helped a lot. Everyone was kind and polite to me. I made a lot of friends pretty quickly and was surprised at my skills myself. It was hard for me to believe others when they used to compliment me on my looks or anything else. Cecilia had broken my self-esteem completely. But, I must say, moving to a different state for college was a good move on my part. It was doing wonders for my confidence and social life. And, guess what? I was able to move on from Cecilia as if it were nothing. Well, I can't take complete credit for that, though. I would have to thank my girlfriend, Elsa, here. Yes, you heard that right. I got a new girlfriend in college. Her name was Elsa, and to me, she was the most gorgeous girl to ever exist in the world. It shocked me how she was dating someone like me. What's even more surprising was the fact that she approached me first. We knew each other through mutual friends, but... I never thought that she would even think of me romantically, because I knew better than to hope. However, she came to me while we were in the class one day. I heard that you're good with solving the numerical, she said. Can you help me with it? Uh, yeah. Uh, sure. I replied nervously. So in the beginning, I sort of tutored her every day after classes were over. 
we started spending more and more time together, and in no time, she made remarkable progress. The day our test results came out, she had come and hugged me in excitement. Oh my god, Robert, she explained. Thanks to you, I scored such good grades on the test. That's great, I smiled, though it was all because of your hard work. But it wouldn't have been possible if you didn't dedicate your time to me, she replied. Come on, I'll treat you. Are you free for dinner today? How could I refuse? This dinner turned out to be my first date. I wasn't expecting anything, honestly. But it was Elsa who brought up the subject. So, she started nervously. We've been spending so much time together that I've kind of got habituated to you. And I like your company. You are not like other guys who talk to me only when they want something. You're genuine, and I think I like you a lot. I gaped at her for a few seconds before coming back to my senses. Was this real? No girl had ever been interested in me before this, so I was having a hard time digesting this. I like you too, Elsa, I admitted, and, well, we started going out. Elsa was more popular than me at our college, so everyone was shocked to see her going out with me. It took me a few days myself to actually believe that she was dating me. I kept trying to figure out if she had nay hidden motives or if she wanted something from me, but Elsa seemed really sincere to me. During the holidays, I was visiting home, and I wanted Elsa to meet my parents, so I brought her with me. It was probably the biggest mistake of my life. My mom and dad acted really cold towards her, making me feel embarrassed and bad for her. Dad, this is my girlfriend, Elsa. I introduced nicely. I wanted you to meet her. Dad gave a nod to Elsa. I am Jerome. I think you already know about me, since my company is pretty famous. Yeah, I have often seen your company making news headlines. Elsa answered politely. Of course, Dad replied. What about you and your family, though? What does your dad do? Um, my dad is a high school teacher, Elsa replied with a smile. We are a middle-class family with a normal lifestyle. That's a shame, Dad said, making my eyes widen. Why is Robert dating you, then? He won't be good for his future. Dad, stop! I exclaimed. Are you serious right now? I'm dating Elsa because I love her. What's it to you? Money and background are not everything, you know. A rich person can have a crappy personality, too, and I have first-hand experience of that. Dad opened his mouth to no doubt humiliate us further, but I raised a hand and stopped him from saying anything. We're leaving, I said. You don't have to waste your breath, Dad. I gestured for Elsa to follow me to the main door before leaving, though. I suddenly recalled something that I had planned some time ago and wanted to tell Dad. I turned around to face him. This summer... I will be going to Africa for one year to do some humanitarian and charity work. Dad's face went completely pale. I wasn't even surprised. You can't do that, Robert! He almost yelled. You can't waste money like that! And you shouldn't take a drop year for such ridiculous things! I shook my head. This is not wasting money, Dad. I want to do some good work and spread positivity. You're a millionaire, for God's sake. Can you be a little more open-minded? No! You're not going, and that's final, he declared. And if you don't listen to me, then this time I will really cut off your allowances for an indefinite period of time. I didn't care about it before, and I don't care now. I wasn't going to tell this to Dad, but I had saved enough money in the past 18 years. Whenever he gave me an unnecessary amount of money to spoil me, I used to simply add it to my savings. And surprisingly, after 18 years, it had become a huge amount. It was more than I needed for myself, but my dad was better off not knowing this. Otherwise, he would just find a way to get his hands on my savings. 
Elsa and I left after that. It had been a mistake on my part to bring Elsa to my home. I thought that Dad might have changed by now, but he was still the same rich, snobby person I knew. I'm sorry about my dad. I apologized to Elsa on our way back. I swear I had no idea that he would behave like this. Hey, it's completely okay, she said with a smile. Besides, don't be sorry. It wasn't even your fault. You intervened in time and prevented things from getting out of hands. I'm thankful. I nodded. Thank you so much for understanding. Any other girl would have probably left me by now. Elsa laughed. You're stuck with me, okay? Oh, by the way, what was that about going to Africa and doing charity work? When were you going to tell me? I scratched my neck. I was going to tell you, but didn't know how to bring it up. I don't want you to be mad or upset because I'll be gone for one year. Hmm, she mused. I am mad, but not for the reason you were thinking. I'm mad that you hid it from me. As for being upset, we can do something about it, yeah? What? I asked in confusion. I will go with you, she replied. It will be a nice break from the toxicity of our lives. I have always wanted to do charity work anyway. So, this is the perfect opportunity. Really? My mouth dropped open in shock. You don't mind taking a drop for this? She shrugged. As I said, I want to take a break from everything. And this way, I also get to graduate at the same time as you. Well, she was right. And I couldn't be happier that she had decided to accompany me on this trip. So that was settled. We returned back to our college and life assumed its normal pace. Everything was going fine until one day. I saw Cecilia in the college. Yes, I am talking about Cecilia my childhood best friend who had ruined my high school years. I don't know what she was doing in my college, but her arrival sure had created a buzz within the student community. I hoped that she was just visiting and had not actually enrolled. But, of course, my life had to work against me. I tried to avoid running into her, but she sought me out in the cafeteria. She ran towards me and grabbed my arm before I could escape. Robert! I have been trying to find you the whole day, she huffed. Were you avoiding me? Yes, I replied honestly. I have no interest in talking to you. That's mean, she frowned. Why do you have to be so rude? I came all this way just for you. What do you mean? I asked, shaking off her hold on my arm. I wanted to be with you, so I decided to enroll here, she said, giving me a flirtatious smile. Isn't that too nice of me? I don't want you here, I told her. Don't even try to cross any limits. I have a girlfriend. I left before she could say anything. Why the heck was she here all of a sudden? And what did she mean because of me? Since when was she interested in me? Something was really fishy here. How could Cecilia enroll in my college in the middle of a semester? Unless she used some connections. And what did she want from me now? My name's Pete, and I grew up in a rickety shack in the middle of a rich suburb. Dad had been offered multiple times by the rich newcomers to buy his land, but he never sold, despite the high offers. He was waiting for the price to skyrocket. You know, son, in matters of investment, you gotta hold. If you hold long enough, the thing you hold on to increases in value exponentially. Dad saved every penny that he could spare. 
for the rainy day, he always used to say. He was a regimented man. He did everything by the book. Everything had to be in its place. He always drilled into me how I needed to divide my life into segments and achieve specific goals. School, job, dating, marriage, children. And out of all those, he emphasized the importance of a stable 9-to-5. You mustn't aim higher or you'll only fail. The rich will stay rich, and us poor folk need to keep our heads down. For all his steadfastness, what he forgot is that the house's value could also go to the complete opposite way. Thanks to an ingenious scheme that our rich neighbors came up with, our plot of land became wetter and wetter every year. The first house to do it were the Manderleys. They were a bunch of snobs who came down from the city when they heard our school district was the best in the country. Mummy, who are those poor people living next to our mansion? Shoo! Son, don't look at them! Poverty is contagious! Ugh. They made a canal where their sink water was dumped into, and it all flowed into our plot. Of course they kept it a secret, and nobody found out until it was too late. The rich guys got fined by the city. But it was too late. Our plot of land became a swamp, and its value was deemed worthless. Dad held on for nothing. I guess that was what broke his spirit. He and Mom just gave up and just lived on a day-to-day -day basis. They no longer dreamed of a better future. To further humiliate him, our rich neighbors held a charity drive for my dad and us. And during the embarrassing ceremony, the Manderleys made an exaggerated show by offering dad a job at their agency as a clown for a kid's party. And he took it. He had no other choice. Every household in that suburb hired him. And it hurt to see people laughing. Not because they found him funny, but because he did whatever it took for spare change. And still, he didn't sell the house. So, my whole life, I had to live in a swamp. My classmates called me an ogre because of it. I heard the Manderley kids started the nickname. Every time I passed by, they would plug their noses or pinch them closed and tell me I stunk of swamp. It was one of the most embarrassing moments in my life when I finally got to sit beside my longtime crush in chemistry, and she fainted after she held her breath because she believed the rumor that I smelled bad. I did get to talk to Opal after I took her to the infirmary, and she realized the rumors weren't true. Opal was an outcast, just like me, and so we bonded straight away. We laughed it off and we became friends, so it wasn't all bad. Unfortunately, the entire school only heard about the part where a girl fainted because of my smell. That made me the laughingstock for quite a while. I was called Stinky Petey, and for three whole years, I had battled that nickname. In senior year, I almost won, and some people started calling me Pete again. Until some nosy first year asked someone on the basketball team why there was a graffiti of my nickname in the locker room. Then the joke got told over and over again. Luckily, I had Opal. She never stopped defending me. She grew more beautiful as time passed, and she got rid of her braces. Suddenly, she was popular. Some people even called her the Queen Bee, but she refused the title because she thought it was vain. When a guy from the football team tried to ask her out, she grabbed my hand and pulled me into a surprising kiss in front of everyone. I melted. I felt sparks. Obviously, I dreamed of escaping that life. 
and it got so frustrating that I couldn't do anything because I was poor. So, I condensed all that frustration and all those impossible dreams, and I poured them into something I was good at. I loved to draw, and I loved to tell stories. So, whenever I felt down in the dumps, or whenever I wanted to scream, I drew, and I wrote stories. I would make little comic strips about my day or how terrible high school was. And when Opal and I got to hang out, she would beg me over and over until I finally relented and showed her the comics for that week. She would laugh at all of them, and she would feel bad for the main character when the story was a sad one. Either way, the afternoon would end with her wiping tears from her eyes as she begged me for more. You know you have to publish these, right? <laughs> Don't be silly. I'm serious. These are really good. You're just saying that because you're my friend. So you're saying I have no taste? Uh, that's not what I'm saying at all. Opal would nag me a lot. But she was always there for me. And she always wanted to see me succeed. She was the only light in my dark life. Not even my parents believed I could achieve anything. One day, as I was walking through the quad, I noticed people laughing and pointing at me more than usual, and they were looking at their phones. I rifled through the school's group chat, and there they were. My creations, for everyone to see and laugh at. Opal had betrayed me. They were all laughing, and not because I was funny. They laughed at my drawings, called me a loser. One girl threw a pickle at my face. Ha! <laughs> Wannabe! I fought battles on two fronts by myself. One at school, and the other at home. You're born poor. You'll live the rest of your life poor. That's just life. It's pointless to even try. The rich grow richer, and the poor get poorer. And whenever I would show them my report card or a medal I'd gotten, they'd just brush it off like it meant nothing. Once, when I made the mistake of showing them my drawings, my dad tore them in front of me and threw them into the fireplace. I don't have time to look at your silly scribbling. Can't you see I'm busy figuring out how to pay our bills? Don't bother your dad. Here I am, breaking my back for this family. And you spend good money on paper and paintbrushes. You're wasting all my hard work. You're wasting your time on pointless things. But I had big dreams, and I tried to make them realize that I was serious about making comics. So, I did what Opal told me to do. I published them on a free site where people read webtoons. On my first day, I got one view, and I began doubting myself again. But by the second day, I had a hundred comments on the first chapter I submitted, all of them clamoring for more chapters. I was shamed for my art in real life, and yet, online, I was a star. I gotta admit, living that secret life was exciting. I ran to the nearest cafe, ordered one coffee so I could get free Wi-Fi, and uploaded as many chapters as that free Wi-Fi would allow. By the end of the month, I had people sending me donations and supporting me because they loved my series so much. A lot of them were kids like me who were struggling at school and had nobody to talk to. At first, I only got something like a hundred bucks a week. But then, 
my account grew. After a couple of months, I had over 100,000 subscribers. The money was pouring in. There were donations, tips, subscriptions to my Patreon. I was finally able to make a living out of the thing I loved the most. And the best part? The hype got so big that Getflix wanted to make it into a show. But it felt hollow. Opal was the reason I kept drawing, and she wasn't with me. Uh, uh, hello? We wanted to get your answer about Getflix acquiring the license for your comic strips. We'd love to start shooting the series as soon as possible. I was gobsmacked. I was half expecting that email to be a scam. Are you still there? Okay, you're a tough negotiator. I said 300 grand in the email, but we can go as high as half a million. For the first season. Sound good? They paid me up front. And I couldn't help myself. I called Opal. She congratulated me, and then she broke down sobbing. It wasn't me. I swear. I'm so sorry. The Manderly kids took my phone, and when they saw your drawings, they... They told me they'd have your dad fired if I tried to stop them. I ran to Opal's house, and as soon as I saw her, I embraced her, and I peppered her with kisses. There's nothing to forgive. They'll get what's coming to them. I wanted to surprise my parents with a huge gift. I was going to buy them a house, and I was going to do it on my 18th birthday. But the night before... My I was out with Opal the whole day, and when I got home, my mom and dad were waiting for me in the living room. Dad took out my tablet and laptop. Where'd you get these, huh? You stealing from us? D there's nothing to steal. Don't you get smart with me! Been telling you for a year now. Go to your Uncle Howard and work at his shop so you can help us with the bills. And all this time, you've been wasting my your name's time. Pete. My name's Pete. Doodling?! Your dad and I are very disappointed. It's what I love to do! It's my passion, and it's gonna be my career! What? Selling scribbles? Wake up, son! You're poor! Your parents are broke! And you will be broke just like us! So, stop struggling. Instead of wasting your time, if you just go and work for your uncle... He won't pay you much, but you need a bit of reality check, Peter. You can do nothing on your own, so you might as well help us. I grabbed my stuff from my dad and stomped up the stairs. You better be ready to sell those gadgets if we come up short of the bill this month. I couldn't take it anymore. I packed my bags and snuck out when they thought I was asleep. I took a cab to the fanciest hotel in the city and I splurged for the very first time in my life. I got myself the presidential suite. I tipped every waitress at the Japanese restaurant a thousand bucks, and by the end of dinner, they were feeding me by my hand. I had trays upon trays of dessert sent up to my mom, and I lay on the most comfortable bed I'd ever laid on, surrounded by 30 different dishes that cost over $10,000. I woke up early and went straight to a real estate agency, and I saw that a mansion in the same street as our house was up for sale. And I had a wicked smile when I realized that it was the neighbor who was the first to dump water into our lot. I couldn't help but be tempted by a double revenge. 
As soon as I got home, Mom and Dad began asking me where I'd been. I ignored them. Instead, I started putting my stuff into boxes, and then I moved them to the curb. After a while, the moving company I had hired turned up, and they started moving the boxes and carrying them next door. What are you doing? You said I can do nothing by myself? So, that's what I'm doing. A very, very sweet nothing. I flashed my bank account at him and his jaw fell to the ground. Hi, my name's Liam and my story will blow you away. I grew up in an unsupportive home. My parents were always too busy to care for me even though I was an only child. My dad was caught up in his job and my mom was always busy with her social life. The only time they seem to take notice of me is when they tell me off. You won't go anywhere if you can't ace your tests. A B-plus is not enough. It's impossible for someone like you to get a good job if you stay like that. No matter how hard I tried, there's just no pleasing them. One time, I scored perfect on an important exam. The teacher and all my classmates praised me. I felt so happy I couldn't wait to let my parents know. Your parents must be so proud to have such a smart young boy like you. I felt a lump form in my throat. Yes, uh, they are. <laughs> That's all I've ever wanted. Maybe now, Mom and Dad will appreciate me at this time. As soon as the bell rang, I bid my friends goodbye and ran for the school doors with the biggest smile on my face. When I got home, Mom was on the phone and Dad was working on his laptop. I hurriedly announced the good news at the top of my lungs. Only one test? Stop shouting! Can't you see I'm talking to someone? Uh, your dad's right. You need to do more than that. My heart sank. I I'm sorry. I'll try to do better next time. <sighs> my head hung low as I slowly walked upstairs to my room. I didn't even touch my dinner that night. Holding back my tears, I swore to myself, One day, I'll show them one day. I studied my butt off day and night. My friends were all worried about me every time they saw me. I looked so pale and thin as if I don't eat. Dark circles hugged my eyes and I spoke too slow that girls avoided me. Oh, what is wrong with him? He looks like a zombie. I heard his parents don't take care of him. He must be losing his mind. Being stared at and ridiculed became a daily thing at school. Some kids would throw stones at me when I tried to eat lunch outside. I acted unbothered. I'd rather be embarrassed alone than have my friends get shamed just by sitting next to me in the cafeteria. Oh, it sure was a nightmare for me. I thought of rebelling, but I didn't want to prove my parents right. I continued working hard. Playing or having any sort of fun wasn't on my schedule. Only getting excellent grades filled my mind. It took a toll on me, though. My body got so weak it could no longer keep up with me. I started failing my studies. Mom found out and immediately told my dad. I got slapped in the face. I gave my best for nothing. It doesn't matter what I do. They won't ever treat me as their child. I wondered if I was a mistake. What if they didn't want to have me but had no other choice? 
I planned to run away. Summer came. Dad went on a business trip and Mom was out of town. I packed my bag with clothes, food, and money I had saved up. I wasn't sure how long I could manage, but I was going to live in a different city and find a cheap place to stay for a few days. I'd find a job somehow and earn enough to get by. They probably won't even bother to look for me. I'll finally have the freedom I deserve. I made a note saying I want a two-month vacation in the countryside. I don't know if they'll buy it. All I know is they wouldn't worry as much as other normal parents would. I carried my bag and stepped out into the night. It was so quiet. I pulled my cap lower as I scanned the streets. No one was around, and I could tell the neighbors were all indoors with their lights on. I began walking quickly, looking straight ahead of me. I was only three blocks away from my house when I heard a sound. Psst. I looked to my left. There, under the faint glow of a nearby street lamp, a familiar face was looking at me. Where are you going, Liam? It was my best friend, Jill. I rushed over to her side, making sure no one could see us. Please, don't tell anyone. I'm going away for a while. Going where? For how long? I'm sorry, I, I really can't tell you. She put a hand on my shoulder. You don't have to hide anything from me. You know you can trust me. I let out a big sigh. <sighs> All right. I'm moving to another town. I don't think I can take it anymore, Jill. Jill's my best friend. She understands me and knows exactly what I've been going through. Don't. I know a place where you can stay. Before I could say a word, she pulled me and half ran toward a cab coming in our direction. Are you mad? I whispered loudly as she waved to get the driver's attention. An hour later, we reached a dark road surrounded by trees. Jill asked the cab driver to stop. What the heck is this shady location? After we hopped off, I took a glance at my watch. It was 10 p.m. and we were in the middle of nowhere! Where are we? I trust you with all my heart, but this looks like the perfect setting for a murder. Jill just chuckled. <laughs> Wait till you see it. She turned on her phone's flashlight and started making a path through the untamed grass. I could only hope there were no snakes or bears as we trudged on the unknown forest soil. Finally, we made it to a clearing. I couldn't believe my eyes. Standing in the middle of the woods was a luxurious cottage. It looked like it just came out of a storybook. Jill said the cottage was a birthday gift from her rich uncle. It was a secret hideaway no one else knew about. She only went there when she needed to unwind. And after showing me inside, she handed over the keys and told me she had to be home soon. She said I could stay for as long as I needed. Oh, what luck I had. It was a dream living in that place. At last, I had space to breathe and let myself enjoy away from any expectations. Jill always came by whenever she could to bring food and to hang out with me. She also helped me try painting again, a hobby I had to neglect to please mom and dad. Education was all that mattered to them. Days flew by, and before I knew it, I had become quite good at my hobby. 
Jill kept encouraging me to post my work online so much that I eventually gave in. To my surprise, a lot of people liked my art. We watched as the likes and shares increased each week. After some planning, we tried to sell the paintings. Some of them as art prints. Before we knew it, my art was everywhere. Videos, articles, social media accounts. The list goes on. I even began earning through merchandise. That wasn't the best part, though. I was busy working on my latest painting when an email notification popped up on my screen. It didn't come from my usual contacts. I wanted to check it out later, but curiosity got the best of me. I opened the unread mail and saw a message I could only dream of. It was from a famous art website I've been a fan of for years. They were asking if I could allow them to feature my artwork. My eyes welled up with tears. It's like a huge weight was lifted off my back. For the first time in my life, I was acknowledged for my efforts. I felt like I was finally... accepted. As I was absorbed in my thoughts, I heard Jill's voice at the door. Liam! There was urgency in her voice. I quickly got out of the room. She was leaning against the wall, clearly out of breath. What happened? Are you alright? They're looking for you! The joy I was experiencing just a few seconds ago disappeared into thin air. Jill told me my parents were getting suspicious of my whereabouts. They can't get any information from anyone. When they asked her, she said she knew about my vacation but didn't know the location. I got worried. Mainly not for myself, but for Jill. I don't want to get her in trouble. I instructed Jill to act natural and insist that she knows nothing, because I told her not to let anyone know where I was going. Weeks passed. Summer vacation was almost over. I didn't hear much about my parents anymore. They probably gave up on me as I expected. While I was planning what to do next, I got a job from the website that featured my artwork. One night as I was surfing the nets, I stumbled upon an online art competition. It was a sponsored event by some of the most well-known organizations in the country to raise awareness about the youth's struggles and show what they have to offer to the world. The grand prize includes $100,000 plus an opportunity to work for a highly acclaimed museum. This is it, I said to myself. It's time to let everyone know what I'm capable of. Sleepless nights and early mornings filled my routine. I did my duties during the day and worked on my paintings at night. The desire to not go back to my old life burning myself out for nothing fueled me. I no longer wanted to deprive myself of happiness just to please my parents, who could care less what I do. It's only a losing battle. The most anticipated day arrived. The day of the competition. Jill cheered me on as I submitted my entry. Don't forget to treat me to dinner when you win. Even if you don't get the grand prize, one thing is for sure. You have a bright future ahead of you. I looked up at Jill with teary eyes. She looked like an angel with her golden locks cascading down her shoulders and her face glowing as the sunlight beamed through the window. I've always admired how beautiful she was inside and out. Thank you, Jill. You've always been there for me. I'm sorry I couldn't show how much I appreciate you. I was too busy being a sad boy. <laughs> 
It's nothing. I just care about you. For real. Well, I care about you too, you know? My heart was beating so fast when it struck me. I've been in love with my best friend all along! I was about to confess my feelings when a book fell on the floor, scaring the living daylights out of us! It took a few seconds before we realized we were holding on to each other. We both gave a nervous laugh as we quickly pulled away. <laughs> what was that? I hope it's not a bad sign. <laughs> yeah, uh, I hope so too. <laughs> uh, look at the time. We should probably get some shut-eye to prepare for tomorrow. Yes! Oh, wow, it's almost dark. See you tomorrow, then. I'll be here once they send you the results. Wait for me, okay? I gave her my promise and waved goodbye as she went out the door. <sighs> I'll tell you soon. The next day, I woke up reminding myself I would continue pursuing my dreams no matter what happens. I beat my chest and got out of bed. I was about to head for the kitchen when Jill appeared from behind the wall looking at me with a silly grin. I went over to my laptop, which was already half open on the table. I read the big words on the screen. Congratulations! Oh, I couldn't finish reading the rest because my vision got blurry. The next thing I remember is crying like a baby on the floor. I did it! My pain and hard work paid off! In the end, it was all worth it. Never in a million years would I think I could face my mom and dad with a proud heart. I'll be coming back home in a couple of days. But I had one wish left. I wanted to keep living a free life just as I have in Jill's cottage. I can't afford to risk my parents getting in the way of my happiness and my dreams. However, I wanted to let the cottage remain a hideaway for Jill and find a nice little place of my own. I was checking out some apartments near our school one afternoon when I ran into our neighbor, Bill. He's the one who lives in the gorgeous Victorian-style mansion close to our house. Liam, how are you? Hi, Bill. Uh, I'm okay. Just got back from the countryside. He gave me a gentle pat on the back. I know about your parents. They aren't too easy to please, are they? I smiled inside a little. Yeah, I'm planning to move out soon. I hope they don't mind too much. Bill's eyes widened. You're moving out? Good for you! Have you saved up enough? I shrugged. Well, I was lucky to get an online job. And I also won an art competition recently. Wow! Are you the one who won the grand prize for that sponsored competition? I shyly nodded. That's awesome! I knew you were a talented boy. You deserve to be recognized. His eyes lit up even more. If you haven't found a place to stay yet, uh, why don't you buy mine instead? My jaw literally dropped. Did I hear that right? Yes. Bill said he was going to move abroad for work, and he's been thinking about selling the mansion. He offered me a huge, huge discount. This wouldn't be possible anywhere else. It was a beautiful, 
warm morning when I arrived at our neighborhood. I was surprised to see all my friends and neighbors welcome me as I stepped out of the cab. Turns out, Jill organized the whole thing. Word about my recent feat spread like wildfire, too. Bill was standing there next to my mom and dad, who looked like they were trying their best to make eye contact with me while smiling awkwardly. They had no choice but to let me move out, since I was almost 18 and I just won a prestigious competition. Feeling emotional, I rubbed the back of my head and thanked everyone. I gave Jill a big hug and confessed my feelings for her. She gasped and told me she felt the same. We shared a sweet kiss, like no one was watching. I can honestly say that I'm proud of the person I've become. If I gave up too soon, I would have never known that I was born to make a difference as I am. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.